Hi, and welcome to Season 4 of Prairie Rose Possibilities Podcast. My name is Cami Canikins, and I will be your host as we take an end-of-year two check-in with the Prairie Rose Possibilities projects happening across our school district in southeastern Alberta. Today we are with Kirby Stensrud, who is the principal of Jenner School. Jenner is about an hour northwest of Medicine Hat, and it is a school really with a lot of open space around it. There are 29 students in total from K to 9, although Kirby was telling me that next year there's a bumper crop of seven new kindergartens coming in. And currently in grades 7, 8, and 9, there are 11 students. And those 11 students take part in Jenner's Prairie Rose Possibility, which is all about options classes. And so Kirby, why don't you just give us a quick rundown or update about why options in your small school are such a big deal? Out in Jenner, it's really hard to offer everything that an urban school does. So we had to get creative as to how we were going to do this. And we do our best, but less students means a smaller staff. So it becomes really difficult and challenging to offer those classes that students really love, the ones that have tons of hands-on learning, lots of collaboration, all of that kind of stuff. And so Prairie Rose Possibilities, our focus was how to create more of this opportunity for our kids in Jenner, even though we are really far from the cities. Could you give us a list of the options that we're talking about? What kinds of options are these? this group of 11 kids having access to? For sure. I'll start back to last year because we have changed a couple. Uh, we cycle them through. So sometimes because the kids are with us for three years, we won't offer the same one every year. We'll try to change it up a little bit. Some we do offer the same, but some we have changed. So for instance, last year we did Hunter's Education and uh, all the kids were certified in that program. We had an instructor come in. We've done multiple rounds of carpentry. We've done electrical with a certified electrician. We've done a couple rounds of welding. We've done stained glass and focusing in on the arts. So with the options, it's not just trades based. It's also art included in that. And so professionals have come in for the stained glass project for painting and canvassing for photography. We've done that. The kids love that one. So every year it changes a little bit, but we also have ones that we keep consistent with the kids. We have Tandy Leather come from Calgary. They do a leather session with them and the kids really love that one. So we keep the ones that are super popular, the modules, and then rotate through some other ones to give a little bit more variety. Thank you for that overview. I remember sometimes when I've been there, they've been doing a cooking module. Also, yes. All right. So lots of those are, you know, the welding and the carpentry are some things that junior high kids in small communities wouldn't have access to normally. And so that's so exciting. So when you look back over this year, Kirby, 22, 23, it's June right now. What has been one of the biggest highlights or successes of your options program for this year? I think just because this is the second year running, the biggest success is the enthusiasm from the students. We still have the kids that are really eager to do the programming, as well as the younger kids that are ready to enter junior high. They say, we can't wait to do options. This looks so cool. I wish that we could do that this year. And so those younger students that are seeing what the older students are doing really are excited about the opportunities that were gonna come their way when they get to junior high. 
which is challenging because as you get older in a really, really small school, there's a lot of challenges for the older kids as far as having multiple friends and and stuff like that. So having more exciting learning opportunities really, really helps them blossom in those ways, just like in the bigger schools. So I think that's our biggest success is just that the kids are still really engaged and really enjoying themselves. So what will your Prairie Rose Possibilities options classes look like for next year for those eager grade sixes coming up? For what we have at this point, usually have to wait until our staffing is finalized so that we know who can offer what. But we have some exciting things in the works and don't want to give it away yet because we're not sure on that. But we do have some exciting opportunities. We are, of course, going to keep the modules that the kids really, really enjoy. They love the welding. They love the carpentry, those things that they get to build. This year, they built really, really huge planter boxes for outside of our school building. And they look absolutely gorgeous. We've had them out all spring filled with flowers. And we auctioned off a couple for the community. And... They were just so popular. So the kids really love those things and we'll keep those going for sure. It's at the end of year two for your Prairie Rose Possibility, Kirby. When -hmm. you look back to the beginning of Prairie Rose Possibilities, when it was just this little seedling of an idea, what's something that's turned out differently along the way than you might have first imagined that it would? I think the timing of the modules, that has been really challenging for me to uh, master because some things just take so much longer than we assume and because the kids are really loving it or they're doing a really good job or we have to travel a little farther to get to that module so for instance those carpentry modules sometimes take two to three extra weeks which then kind of sets our schedule back a little bit and we have to communicate with further instructors and teachers and plans and all those logistics so the timing is a little bit tricky because it is so hands-on based that we're not quite sure how long a project will take but we're trying to refine a little bit and just fine-tune the modules and and give plenty of of time to work on it. So you mentioned travel what would be some examples of options that you are going off-site for? So our welding options course is done out of actually a parent Um, a fellow parent of a student and a community member offers the welding course at his place. So we transport the students to his farm and work in his setup just because it was a lot easier for us to come there than him to bring all of his equipment to us every time. We offer the options a couple times a week. So we transport those kids while we're working on that to there. Um, we've also taken the students to different locations for our photography module to give them some mm. experience. So we've traveled to our river valley a couple times, gone on some hikes, gone into the hoodoos, um, that kind of area so that they get lots of different landscape and scenery to work with. I'm going to say, for those of you that don't know, Jenner is not terribly far from Dinosaur Provincial Park, which is UNESCO World Heritage Site. So you've got some pretty fascinating uh, photography options nearby. We do, and our our biggest our our biggest secret is really like fifteen minutes away. It's in our river valley, just north of Jenner. Our rodeo grounds are down there. There's a campground down there. It is absolutely beautiful and picturesque. We have gone in for our outdoor education unit and gone down there, done some hiking, animal identification. And it's just an absolutely gorgeous place to go. So we're really, really lucky to have that. Kirby, when you think about the, the students in your class and, you know, they have options year after year, what are some ways that you've seen your students grow 
from exposure and participation in the options that have become available through the Prairie Rose Possibility? So I think the biggest one for this question is that our students are gaining whether they really felt like they had an interest in that area or not. We have, because there's so few students and there's only one teacher to do it or instructor, they all have to partake in that option at a time. We can't offer multiple options at one time. So students who are really kind of, you know, I don't really think I'm going to like this, end up liking it or they don't like it or the other way around and they experience it either way. And one of the biggest goals for our project was to just give those introductory skills. So when they do go off into the bigger high schools, they know exactly what path they want to take for options. So maybe they know for sure that, you know, welding was not their thing and they want to lean more towards a different avenue. So we try to give them those and all the kids do them so that they really can refine their decision as to, as to which ones to take when they get to high school. So it's about that exposure to lots and lots of different opportunities and experiences for sure yes Kirby you mentioned that you couldn't do this without your community and and community members do you want to tell us a little bit more about how your community has helped out but also maybe how these options classes have impacted your community so a lot of times for these things we're leaning on parents parent council community members and saying hey we need these supplies or we need this or Uh, Is anyone interested in funding some of this, the auctions, all of those kind of things. And people just step up and offer, whether it's monetary values or supplies that they might have lying around, or if they're able to help out in any way, they're more than happy to do that, which is so amazing for us. And we are trying to do things that we can offer back to them. So last year, the welding class did the fire pit and custom roasting sticks and that was also an auction and community members purchased that as well as the flower beds this year so every year we're trying to focus on a way to create things that the community will also get to be a part of and our school is just always very community based so we have people coming in all the time to see what we're doing and uh, curious as to what's happening with with those kind of things our Christmas concert of course I always talk about it because it's always such a, a huge event But it does tie into our options class as well because we base our drama module the month before that. So we have drama experts come in and give the kids some tips and all that kind of stuff. And so it all works together and our community just supports whatever it is, no matter what. Kirby, thank you for that overview. And I understand that you can't let the cat out of the bag for the option surprises for next year. So hopefully we'll get a chance to chat with you next year to hear what those exciting new options are that your new kids will get to participate in. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me.